Serious, we're just gonna wing this one. We're winging. We're winging it. There's too much. There's, There's too much just to so pick. much going on. <laughs> there really is. But uh, before we get to that, the one thing that we don't wing is our eternal gratitude to Mocha Joe's Coffee. Indeed. Oh yeah. I love that they have their new. Been playing with my microphone. It wasn't me. Okay. It sounds like a euphemism. I think. <laughs> uh, I love that Mocha Joe's not only their place on Main Street, but now has their roastery. Yeah, if I can call it that. Down, roastery, right that's, in the downtown. That's, that's and it's big, uh, big words. It's probably called something else, but the whole area smells like roasting coffee mm, beans. And what's better than that? <laughs> Works for me. Nut popcorn, maybe a little bit better <laughs> than that. But but uh, all things being equal, we thank you to uh, to Mocha Joe's uh, Coffee. All right, so let's uh, mm. well, let's talk about the uh, the uh, the crashing and burning of the Democratic Party, shall we? The Democratic Party. Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Is, see, see the the uh, the Republicans already crashed and burned somewhere during oh, the I Bush see. era. <laughs> All right. So and and now they've got this this Trump thing that uh, what was that thing that he came up and said about the 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 Jewish people that you don't want to vote for me but oh, you for have God to vote sake. for me if you want to. It's just uh, anti-Semitic tropes, you know, tropes. I mean, he's, yeah. he's throwing out things that are, you know, pretty well established as like you just don't say that, you know. And that's, I mean, that you can take offense in a million different ways. Yeah. We can also talk about how many times one flushes a toilet. Oh, yeah, let's one? do that yeah. instead. It's like, it's like, and I saw, you know, I, I saw this clip, and for those listening, I, I imagine many of you that are stay up on current events, which parenthetically I'll, I'll say, what a stupid stuff we have to talk about. Oh, my God. But the it's, literal. It really just gets exhausting. I mean, we struggle and struggle from week to week. I mean, we can pick this stuff apart, but, yeah. oh. Yeah, I know. So he, this man in front of microphones and cameras is talking about what they're doing about toilets mm-hmm. and flushing. And, and the whole world is going, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, man. And you're the president of the United freaking States. Yeah. You know, the kids have a uh, – the millennials basically have a, a term that they'll throw out to somebody like Trump. And, you know, it's like when he says something stupid, you know, okay, boomer. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah. You know, so I've been I've been doing a lot of my uh, – my, I do a Saturday morning bit, you know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you uh, out there in listening land don't know this, uh, I call it what the hell's up with that. And uh, we talk about this. And I've been covering this whole boomer thing um, uh, in the last few but, you know, I mean, this is really what, what they're talking about. You know, he opens up his mouth. They go, okay, boomer. Right. You know, and I mean, and you know what? Yeah, I get it. Totally get it. Holy shit. Good. I'm all for I'm all for uppity younger people. Right. Because, I mean, the odd, you know, the, the truth of the matter is that for good or for ill, despite the best of our intentions, we generally as a species have dropped the ball big time. Uh-huh. We've left their world on fire. Oh, yeah. And we'll be gone. And the economy's gutted, et cetera. So for, that, for, for millennials to get, you know, sort of, I would say, how shall we say, blunt and brusque in how they're pushing back on older folks. Yep, I'm all for it. Yeah, no, you know, I'm I'm good. Well I'm, deserved. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that's going on. There's a lot of people who are out out there now. People ask me if I'm a boomer or from a Generation Xer. Uh, you're a boomer. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Sixty-two. Yep. That makes me a boomer. It makes you a boomer. Oh, for crying out loud! Yeah, I know. I really? Know. Yeah. I always felt like I was in the generation in between that didn't have like a yeah no a that, yeah that's me that's Generation X that's why they call it Generation X. Oh. Uh, so but 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 I am only a few days removed from being a baby boomer. Oh. 
So so the boom is presumed to be post-World War II boom where everybody started making babies. Babies. That's where it's, what it's about. So I'm, I'm a boomer along with somebody born in 1945? Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Hang on, I'll look it up. Oh, would you? Talk. That seems kind of, that's a big swath. That's 18 years, am I right? 18, 17 years of... Yeah, no, no, it's, it's legit. So how come, so is each generation roughly 17 years? Uh, hang on, I'll tell you. So the next generation would be from 62-ish to 79. That's Gen X in uh, there? Here we ah, go. That seems crazy to me. All right. Uh, baby boomers were born between 1944 and 1964. Ah! All right. I'm a boomer. Generation X uh, from uh, 65 to 79. Oh. All right. Uh, Gen Y or millennials, 80 to 94. Ah, that's the millennial thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so then, and then what's after that? What are we calling this? Uh, Do we have a name? Yeah, Generation <laughs> D for dead. <laughs> Your friend's going to say the last generation. Generation G for good luck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hope that works out for you. Yeah. So, yeah. So they, they, there's there's your breakdown. Of course, I was just born a couple of days into 1965. So that's right. You got a birthday coming. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, impeachment and <laughs> anti-Semitism and... Uh, can't keep up. Oh, you just can't. You can't keep up. And so, and for us as as lefties, liberals, however you want to phrase it, and I think the phrasing matters to tell you the truth, I'm, I'm more leftist than I am I am not, I'm not identifying as anything anymore. Yay. Yeah, but you know as well as I do, your philosophy and your politics go on the spectrum that we have to the far left or to the left, let's say. Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, for sure. I mean, so and somebody asked me the other day, I had this conversation with somebody that's like, well, you know, you're a liberal. And I said, I'm not anything. Yeah. You know, I'm, I don't even I, know what I, that I ref- means. I, I refuse to, uh, I refuse to identify myself. So, right. uh, well, you know, I said, do, do I believe in health care for all? Yeah. Do I believe that we should have to pay for an education? I do not believe that we should have to pay for an education. Mm-hmm. I think you can pay for an education mm-hmm. if you can opt for it and, and sure. do that. But I think that there should be some form of uh, of education that is provided. I, I, I believe in, in, in a livable wage. Yep. I believe that, that if we have to pay as a nation a little bit more so that people can live better, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes you liberal. Mm-hmm. No, that makes me a humanitarian. Which, yeah, tends to cluster that way. And that's that's part of what we're discussing here. And, and honestly, a lot of terms get thrown about and no one ever defines them. So, like, I would draw a pretty clear distinction between liberal and leftist. Mm-hmm. Um, because to, to, to say you're a leftist, it suggests that you follow, you know, close to a Marxist socialist philosophy. And I do, frankly. Um, which for people on the right is like saying, and, you know, I'm a, and I worship Satan. You know, you can't say anything much worse to them. But... Defining terms matters. Liberal, I don't know. I, I see liberal, centrist, and and conservative as as three of you know three thirds of a continuum. But right. when it comes to politics, you know, I'm a far lefty, but not. I mean, to be clear, I hope I'm being clear. Uh, not to the point of of you know radical destruction and that kind of stuff. Not like you know like anti. You know, I don't want to say Antifa, but I'm not an anarchist by by right. any stretch. Um, uh, but Putting all that aside, people throw terms around and never define them. So when, like, it's my pet peeve, remains my pet peeve, the term socialist. Like, people will throw it like a like a like a turd, but they won't ever define it and say, "Tell me what that means." And they simply can't. They simply can't. Or they, or it's the same thing as a communist. So 
you know, while while we're trying to define who we are as people and as podcasters, and, right, and political entities, p- political forces, trying to come up with you know where we're coming from, like you put it into more less political terms and more humane terms. Well, I try, you know. I mean, I, I'm trying. If you give a shit about other people, that, that's the phrase that's out there now. It's like, I can't remember, the, I'll paraphrase, but Bernie and others have said, I care about people I've never met. And that says a lot about what your operating system is. I want people I've never met that I'm not related to, that I gain nothing from other than being part of a healthy right. society. When other people are lifted up, I'm better, we're all better. And it's it's the simplest of of ways to execute a life mm-hmm. and run a country. We are completely incapable of doing it. It seems it, and it seems from the right side of the spectrum. The answer is social Darwinism. The mighty survive. The strong, you know, might makes right. Let the strong survive. And if you can't hack it, well, screw you. Right. And like so, now we've got streets filled with people sleeping in them. We've got people struggling with two and three jobs working. 16-hour days, just trying right. to pay for things. And there seems to be a disconnect in that, yes, I understand you want to be, you know, go ahead and do whatever you're going to do to take over the world. But while other people around your community can't pay for their fundamentals or can't keep their children healthy. It's not right. Yeah, it's not It's not only not right, but then it, come, it becomes crime and all kinds of social ills surrounding gated communities. Yeah. And you know what? And, and I'm tired of being dropped into a box because that's what I believe. I'm tired of being dropped into a box and called, uh, you know, depending on who is saying it, mm-hmm. albeit it's it's all in the delivery, mm-hmm. uh, how how you are saying it, how you are calling me a liberal, <laughs> uh, how you are calling me a, a, a leftist or, or whatever it is, right. uh, I guess matters. The tone in which you use matters. But uh, I'm just a person who uh, who just I don't I don't see the need for homeless people. I don't see the need for them to be homeless, I should say. They need Better, to work harder. Yeah. That's it. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. And then, uh, of course, so many hundreds of thousands of dollars were added uh, to the unemployment rate. Yeah, because you know why? We're in that shit season mm-hmm. where uh, everybody's ordering off the inner, inner fucking net. No and, and, you know, what was it? Uh, the numbers I saw were $7.5 billion on Black Friday, $9.2 billion on Cyber Monday were yeah. placed, you know, uh, ask me how much of that was mine. Yeah, I'll None. Ask Zero. None. Yeah. I went right down to my Same main street me. and did my did my shopping down there. And I get that that might not be as convenient for folks. I understand that. I get that you might not be able to get everything that you need in your little downtown market. That's fine. I'm not faulting anybody for shopping online. I'm just saying the jobs that are being created <laughs> are the jobs that will help these packages get out, and they go away right after the holidays. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. And also, you know, not to nitpick, but the, uh, the the upswing of the economy is a multi-year event. And for this idiot to be taking credit for any of this is absurd. Oh, but absolutely. All that aside, if you know, when we have these discussions, we talk about politics and we get mad and passionate about things. It's partly because we see the suffering. You and I have served on boards where yep. we try to help the homeless. Yeah. We try to help people in the best of our in the best ways possible. And it seems like spit in the ocean half the time where we are creating suffering where you're creating pain in this culture and you've got very well resourced people saying tough shit right you know and i just i was not raised that way <clears throat> i will never be that way and i don't understand the darkness in a heart required to say i don't care you know or as as the back of melania's coat sense i don't care said once said i don't care to you or something like that? Do you remember? Oh this famous God! Coat? Yeah, she you was know, getting. I don't a, really care. Go, going, she was also like going to a uh, right. 
Uh, oh, what was that? Something to benefit children, I think. I can't recall. Yeah. But that's the whole mindset that says, those are not my people. You've, we've said this before, but you see the anti-gay crusaders, you know, who fight against legislation to give proper rights to LGBTQ. Uh, and then say their son or daughter or, or somebody comes out and says, well, it turns out I'm gay. And they're like, oh, wow, I, I shouldn't have been fighting that the whole time. Now that one of mine is that, I will fight on their behalf. Right. They can't possibly empathize and say, I have no idea what that's like. It must suck, though. But as a straight white male, let's say, I'm going to make sure your rights are protected. Even though I have no, you know, that's not my trip. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, it says, I really don't care, do you? Yeah, enough said. So, I mean, you know, I, and I Why say, would you put that coat I on your body know. in the position that you were in? I don't know. I got no room for her, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't get her Another birther as well. Just, oh, and can I just, as long as we're just kind of spitballing, because we got a lot of things to cover. Uh, during the testimony, I don't know if we covered this in our podcast recently, but during the testimony to the uh, Intelligence Committee, Intelligence? Yeah, Intelligence Committee, um, it was... Carlin, the, one of the one of the uh, scholars, legal scholars, cited Baron Trump to make a bad play on words to say that he. Do you remember? Does this ring a bell? Yes. And so, Matt Gates, who is just the you know in the running with Den Devin Nunez to be the stupidest person in Congress, uh, goes railing at this woman <clears throat> for bringing up Baron's name. Now she brought up his name. She said his name so she could compare it to a Baron, like an actual Baron. It had nothing to do with him. It was not a cut on him. It had zero to do with anything. It was just a bad play on words. And he goes after her saying, how dare you? How dare you pull this child into this? Now, this is from the party that cages brown children. Right. This is the party that is okay with 16-year-old boys dying of the flu mm -hmm. on the floor yeah. unattended. Yeah. And they're concerned because it's, she it's, said his it, name. It's all very posturing, and you're supposed to leave your uh, political, your children out of the thing. Well, so, you know, I mean, look, I, it, there's just nothing but this all. It's just, it's a double standard. It just is a double standard. You can, you can invoke the name mm. of, jo of Joe Biden's kid. Okay, I get, okay, granted, he's a 40-something-year-old man, but mm. all right. So, but still, a child, they're supposed to be left out of these fights, right? Kind of. And I would also say, again, we're, we're just sort of tangenting here, but uh, the whole Biden and whatever his son's name is, Hunter Biden, even if Joe and Hunter Biden had gone to Ukraine and eaten babies, it wouldn't matter right. to this hearing. Now, that would be wrong. Let's acknowledge yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's acknowledge but, that. You know, I love but, kids. I just can't eat a whole one. <laughs> but the Republicans, and you can still, still see today in the hearing, yeah. whatever the date is, the ninth today. Um, is it? I think Already? so, yeah. The day after John Lennon's uh, death day. Oh, yeah. So oh, uh, that. I know, I know. But uh, so they're still railing on about this stuff. And I, it seems to me that, uh, that to distract into the discussion of did Joe Biden and, and Hunter Biden do something wrong misses the point entirely. Yep. It, it doesn't matter if they were, you know, Jack the Ripper and Jack Jr., you know, running through the land, com com uh, creating havoc. It's what the president did, but they simply can't go there. No, you, know? you can't. And it's just it's it's I don't know how. People continue to defend it. I know <laughs> to to a degree where I, I just it, it's amazing to me. I don't even know. I stammer when I try to figure out like how do you keep defending this? It's pretty amazing. And, and again, if you watch it from the point of view of like of of opinion shaping, and you watch the Republicans like today, I was I was doing some work and I was listening. Someone was listening to the radio, the the, the congressional hearing today, 
And I wasn't even listening to the words being said, but I can tell when a Republican was talking. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. They get way up. And they're totally exasperated. They got nothing. What was it? They I got saw nothing. Um, oh, God. What what the hell's his name? Jim uh, Jordan? No, no, no. He's, he's, a, he's a Democratic pundit. Um, oh, mm. my God. I can't think of his name. Um, the, the Reverend. Um, Which one? Oh. Not Sharpton. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Al Sharpton, Rev, uh, Reverend Sharpton. Mm. It was he was on one of the one of the shows this morning, and they were talking about Hunter Biden, and uh, and and how Joe Biden should have done this, this, and this. And he made a really good point. He goes, "I got two thirty-year-old daughters. What do you suppose I'm going to tell them to get them to listen to me? <laughs> All right, they, know. you know. So it's just a foolish statement. And you know, it, it, as much as as much as uh, Sharpton." He's a hundred percent correct. He's also a hundred percent crazy. But oh, yeah, there's y- that. Yeah, no, there's a little bit of that going on. Uh, it just it was it was just a funny way to present it. Like, yeah, you're right. absolutely right. I mean, let's just look at this as realistic people who've been parenting, right. And realize that once a child gets, you know, good luck telling a sixteen year old what to do. You think right. you're going to tell a thirty year old or a forty year old or a fifty year old child what to do? Exactly right. Not going to happen. And that's kind of the whole point about the Republicans. They've got nothing, so they have to go for other things, distractions. They're playing to the base. They're playing. To to the, the you know the audience of one which is the president god did i call him that oh stop it the idiot who has stolen yeah, the white house start the podcast so, all over your room i know i know. broke it but this is where we're at where they have zero to go on the the evidence is overwhelming that this man has committed crimes and yeah. high crimes and misdemeanors and has used the office for personal gain in a million different ways i would also suggest this and i hold it to be true that it took somebody messing around with joe biden for impeachment to come, and it, apparently caging children was not enough to impeach this president, and apparently the emoluments clause in which he has abused a million different ways was not enough. Nancy Pelosi finally says, well, now that he's gone after our our, our leading Democratic candidate, now we pull the trigger. Like, I think on a moral level, I think children in cages dying and separated from their family should uh, be sufficient. I just, you know, it, it's that like that Al Capone thing. We can't get him on murder, but we can get him on tax evasion. So be it. You know, so be it. But Jesus Christ, no. Yeah. Get him on murder. Yeah, get him on murder. And get and, and when they write up these uh, 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 articles of impeachment, which may happen by the end of this week, include that. You know, I mean, I'm no lawyer, so I mean, God knows, don't take my advice. But why not just tack that on? So when history looks back, should we survive? Uh, which I'm not sure of. If history looks back and says, these were all the things that we as a nation identified as represented by Congress, we identified these offenses and we took this man down because of these offenses. And that's what should be held up because, frankly, I think the only way this country can heal from this debacle is to repudiate it in loud and screaming terms and to say, we as a country, hey world, we reject this, we apologize for this, we will work to correct it, it'll take a long time. You've been listening to The Year Spoon. <laughs> Proudly brought to you by Mocha Joe's. Yay, Mocha Joe's. We'll bring it in for a landing right there because uh, I think that's just a good way to end it. I was ranting, sorry. Right? No, 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 that's fine And because you're 100% right. And just, I just I want to leave that there with, the, uh, with that final thought. Fair enough. All right, so uh, we'll be back next Monday. Thank you to Mocha Joe's Yay. for uh, sponsoring this here podcast as they do each and every week. We love Indeed. them for it. It helps me become more animated during my rants. <laughs> I've been Fish. I've been Steve. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. More at theearspoon.com.